This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. 95% of Uber Eats orders are on time, which is great. Because when I want my spicy shrimp pad thai, I want it on time. Because, baby, there's no time like the present, especially when it's pad thai related. But on the off chance your order is late, Uber Eats will give you three months, $0 delivery fee with a free Uber One membership. On time, pad thai, baby. On time claim based on latest arrival time shown after order is placed. Offer ends to 19-2023. Current Uber One members not eligible. Subscription will auto-renew at $9.99 each month, starting three months from initial enrollment. See Uber.com slash Uber One for terms. Benefits available only for eligible stores. Order minimums apply. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the main event of the evening. 60 minutes of football fun and banter with Chris and Lester Till I Die TV. Are you ready? Ready? Let's get Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on and ready to go. Watch us on YouTube. 
Listen on your favourite podcast platform or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow and join in now. This is your host, Chris. No, God, please, no, no! I know, I'm sorry, but he's cheap and available. How rude. Right, Chris. All right, I don't know what is going on in the world. There must be there must be a break in the uh, in the space time continuum. Star Trek or Tim or Doctor Who, one of them. All I can say is Southampton are at bottom two, Manchester City are a second nil in the fizzy pop cup. You <laughs> didn't expect that, did you? Did you? No. No, I did not. And I tell you what, Forest are beating Wolves. Oh. Talk about getting kicked when you're down. Anyway, maybe maybe they'll knacker themselves out ready for the weekend. Uh, it's the prediction show. I'm lovely, and I'm so happy to welcome him back. Um, well, you know him, and it, uh, I love having him on the show simply because sometimes he makes me look good. Let's bring him and say hello to Steve. Good evening, sir. Evening, mate. You're right. I'm very good. How are you? Um, I'm cooking on gas, mate. Cooking on gas. <laughs> um, have you had a good week? I have, mate. Yeah, been working hard as usual. You know, yeah, uh, too, too much at the moment. But you can't, you can't moan, can you? Can't groan. No, no. Well, we can, but you know, it, uh... well, yeah. <laughs> um, your tops, sir. How are they coming along? And are you wearing one? And if you are, do show us. No, no, not not got one on tonight. So I've just come back oh. from training. My lad, he's been training, oh. uh, but it's coming on good. Hopefully, we should be up and running by the end of the month. Great. So uh, we're gonna get the website up and see what's on there to offer. That's Foxy Seven. Foxy Seven, yeah, Foxy Seven clothing. Foxy Seven clothing, guys. Be sure to keep an eye out for it. As soon as they're out, we will be um, telling you all about it with links, etc., on this show. Um, one gentleman who is going to be very happy, it's Brad's slightly less good-looking brother from another mother. Let's bring him in. Brad can't make it. It's Anthony. Good evening, sir. you got to be happy 2-0 up at Man City. No, so I didn't support him. Because I don't, don't listen to him, Steve. Whatever he said before I got on in the, in the backstage, don't, don't listen to him. It's all false. But... You, you, you next week when we get Brad back on, you ask him what teams does Anthony support, and Southampton will be in there. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's it's the one and only. Well, you know, look. Here's here's my top. You know, got the sponsor in oh, that. No, 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 so, no, no, no. I got Chris one. I'm gonna send Steve one. Right, anyway, that's the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's really bad. <laughs> but I went and I thought it was sort of like you know any team in red, isn't it? No, 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 no. It, it's Arsenal. I support, um, I support Arsenal because my nan um, came from North London, but I live in Bristol, so I support my own team, uh, Bristol City, as well, not Bristol Rovers. So you know, that's me <laughs> too. Yeah, the one great Nigel Pearson is now. Yes, yeah, he's, um, he's, he's not good times there at the minute, uh, unfortunately. It is, we're like, I think we're 
we're three or four points off the uh, the relegation zone. And um, but we're I think we're about seven or eight points away from the playoffs. So you know, if that middle of the um the table I thought, I is is all the pay- good run. I thought he got you on a good run at the moment. No, he he, he well he, he did, but unfortunately, um, we're we're just uh, we're not we're not producing the goods at the minute. So it's I think we're um we're slightly weak in defence. You know, we're we're making silly mistakes. We're letting goals in. You know, uh, gaps and other teams are exploiting. You know, the gaps and scoring goals basically. So <laughs> tell me about that's, it. That's, that's <laughs> our problem. But yeah, yeah, I know, Chris. I was going to say a bit like, uh, a bit like Leicester, but you know, but I got faith in you. But I got faith in your team, Chris. I think, I think, I think you do well. Your bank's back, whether it's with Brendan or not with Brendan Rogers. But time you know. will tell. Time will tell. Um, Andrew says there. Uh, unfortunately, Forest are still winning, uh, or words to that effect. All I can hope is Andrew that maybe they'll take their eyes off the ball. And be so happy we're getting into a semi-final that they'll forget what to do on Saturday. And I have paid Diego Costa a hell of a lot of money to sort of break a few legs. So whether he will or not, I don't know. But it is predictions. Get them in. Um, As we go through, feel free to add your own into the chat. Um, And he's going to get his own back. Dougie's in. Good evening, Dougie. How are you, sir? I did um, tell a few, I thought, very funny jokes earlier on his show, but you know, I'm the feeling he might get his own back. Which um, <laughs> shows, you know, when you think you're all organised and ready to go, and then you suddenly realise you're not, um, yeah. that, is, that is how things are sitting at the moment. So let me just get the, char- the, uh, the table up. A good week last week, Steve, like I say. Uh, let me... Let me just put that in, and um, where are we? We are here. There we go. Look at that. Almost perfect. Um, yep, a good win last week. Um, well, a good win, but six, seven, and eight points there. It was very tight. You sure you've got my total right at the bottom? Have I not had it up right? No, I'm just saying I can't believe I'm that far behind. <laughs> <laughs> so, <geez. laughs> to be honest with you, knowing me, I could well have got it wrong. No, <laughs> you actually got you got one right. So nice one, mate. I mean, unfortunately, Brad got two. I think more by luck than uh, than yeah. Anything. He copied me, copied me on the second one. Yeah, exactly. Um, but now you got you got four four right overall. So right, let me just log in onto the. Um, one six. Here we go. And I've got to be honest with you, the other night um, I did enjoy Forrest being in the chat and this gentleman in particular, um, Luke's in. And he had to, I've had to, in fairness, I've had to, you know, let him in because he's going to, I'm sure you know, remind us all that uh, Forrest are still winning. How long is the left? How long have we got to put up with him? How long is the, is the left on the game? Um, come on, Wolves. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, you know, choosing choosing which uh, <laughs> which uh, school teacher you hated most, isn't it? Like Forrest or Wolves. But um, Doug, I think they've been 10 minutes in the second half, aren't they? Oh, oh, hang on, hang on. 
Jimenez has equalized. It is 1 1. Oh, Luke. Luke, Luke, Luke. That was good Ooh. timing. Well, well done there. Uh, well done there, young, uh, young, young Douglas. And he does say there very kindly if you need me to promote your clothes, please let me know. Oh, he's a star. Thank you. Bless him. So, um, right. Yeah, that's so, right, though. That's brilliant, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Look, you know, what one season, they're having a good season, and they, 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 they all the. <laughs> We'll never stop well, we've got to enjoy it, Chris. We've got to enjoy it the minute. <laughs> no, I say totally, totally agree with you. Enjoy it while it lasts. Um, yeah. Right, let's start with the first game, which is actually Thursday night. Fulham hosting Chelsea. Uh, we all know what Fulham are capable of, unfortunately, at Leicester. Um, they beat us 1-0. But, I mean, look, I mean, I'm surprised. I had them to go, well, not necessarily necessarily go down but certainly struggle um i think i had them about third or fourth from bottom fourth or fifth sorry they're doing really well steve aren't they i think to be fair you've got to be a, a lot of praise to the manager because like mm. it's the same scenario when teams come up he's playing to his strengths he's not worrying about the opposition um, he's not doing a brendan he's not doing um what other managers do try and stop the opposition he's He's playing the game he wants and he's playing the game that Fulham want to do. And I think, you know, you can see with the results and the way they're playing that it, it's spot on. It is, and, and Anthony, I mean, Chelsea, I mean, has Potter got long there? I think um, it was a ball. I didn't know, to be honest with you. I, I think, you know, if Chelsea had their last dinner, it, um he would have been sacked. He would have been gone. You know, that that would have been a fact. I mean, he hasn't won in, I think, is it one in nine games? Well, so, they, they, they lost to Man City, which, fair enough. Um, they drew with Forrest, a good result for Forrest there. Uh, they did beat Southampton. Um, they lost to Newcastle. And, of course, they lost to yourselves. That's yeah. been their last sort of five games. Uh, and, the, you know, they sat down in 10th place. Like you say, under Abramovich, that would be a change in the manager, wouldn't it? Well, it would have been a change in manager, yeah. But trouble is, though, I, you, what people are saying, obviously on Chelsea fans as well, they're saying it's not Potter's team at the minute. So um, they, they reckon some of them reckons he'd be gone. Some of them reckons give him a chance to stay in to get a, a couple of his own players in. Um, so you know, they, they can evolve in his, uh, his style of play and his philosophy. Um, but you know, it's it's not like the Chelsea team that we know. You know, or Chelsea always always finishing in the top four. But unfortunately, um, I can't see that at the end of this season. So, but what what you were saying with Fulham, you know, they're not having a bad season so far. Mitrovic scoring the goals for them, you know, so they're they're, they're playing well. But you know, I I think is um, are Chelsea due a win? Yes, they are. And um, are they going to get it? I, you know, I, I'm not too sure, but I mean, Steve. I mean, Fulham. They beat us. They beat Southampton. They beat Crystal Palace, and they only lost by the odd goal to the two Manchester clubs. And I, you know, I mean, Silver didn't exactly have a huge success rate last time he was managing. Was it Everton? I think he was doing. He managed last time in the Prem. Uh, but fair play to him. 
Yeah, he's, he's gone down, and then uh, you know he's he's got a fresh outlook on football. He's he's got Fulham to play how he wants them to play. I think uh, Ant was right by saying that. I think Chelsea are a lot like Forest at the moment. I don't think he realizes what his best team is, and uh, you haven't seen a, a different style of play since uh, since he took over. So, like, till it, like like you just said, till he gets his own team in, I don't think che- you'll see any different from Chelsea. And I think that's why they're struggling. Right. So, Steve, let's put a score on this. It's on BT Sport on Thursday, the eight o'clock kickoff. What is your um, prediction for this one? I'm going to go 2-1 to Fulham. You're going to go 2-1 to Fulham. Now, no pressure here, um, Anthony. And if I call you Brad as I go through it, it's because I've got Brad's <laughs> name at the top. Uh, he is winning. And he did say, oh, my God, when I told him he was standing in for him. But, yeah. <laughs> I mean, two London teams here. Which way are you going to go? Well, the minute the way both teams are playing, I, I think you have to favour Fulham. It's like what um, Steve just said, and believe it or not, that was actually going to be my scoreline. I was going to predict uh, a 2 1 win to Fulham. So I'll go down the same as Steve. Well, you're not going to believe this, guys. Mm. I was going to go 2 1 to Fulham as well. <laughs> <laughs> a straight, clean sweep there with two ones, all, uh, all for Fulham. Um, Chelsea are, like I say, I just think at the moment. It was a, it was for me it was a surprise appointment and I think you know but with you know, getting rid of two Shirley kept the club going in all you know all the trouble they were going through but hey ho now Friday night oh let me just say I haven't, I haven't gone through anybody else's predictions yet um, Doug has gone two one to Fulham <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, they said Mitrovic is suspended but I think they'll beat Chelsea uh, Felix signing was a uh, a board signing and not a Potter signing. Um, Luke has gone 2 0 to Fulham. Um, Scott is in. Good evening, Scott. Um, I'm going Leicester Wolves and Everton to be relegated. That's what I like. Always optimistic, Scott. <laughs> Niles in. Uh, big ups, Niles. Back to you. Hope you are well. And as Scott says there, please hit the likes um, button and subscribe if you are new. So that was um, the Thursday night game. So the Friday night game on Sky, again, an eight o'clock kickoff, um, is Aston Villa hosting Leeds. Now, um, Villa have been so up and down, and I know they've had a change of manager uh, this season, Steve. I mean, they they beat Man United 3-1. They beat uh, Brighton 2-1, and that's no mean feat this season. They did lose to Liverpool. But then they beat Tottenham 2 0. Well done. Um, and they struggled against Wolves to get the one all draw. Um, against the lead side, who were doing so well, but you know, definitely wheels have fallen off the wagon for Leeds. I think so. But the way Leeds have been playing the last couple of seasons, they keep having these like little mini bursts and then going back to um, absolutely playing crap. But it all depends on Leeds again, which Leeds turn up. I think, to be honest, I think I find that they're more relaxed at the moment playing away. I think they struggle at home because the expectation and the fans, they try too hard to, to win at home. And I think they're more relaxed and they make the game harder for people. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Villa, you know, it's, they're on a good run. Um, I fancy them to uh, pick up a lot of points. So I'm going to go 2-0 Villa. 2-0 Villa. Uh, I was surprised, um, Anthony. I spent New Year's Eve with a Glasgow Rangers fan. Uh, and, I, and I managed to get out alive. Uh, and I said to him, like, oh, would you know, would you have Stephen Gerrard back? And he went, not in a million years. He said he was totally, he, it wasn't him. It was a system, you know, he was like the face, if you like, but it was his yeah. system that was doing all the tactics and everything. And yet he's now off to, is it Poland or somewhere as national coach, possibly, Stephen Gerrard? Yeah, I did hear that. I did read that as well. Um, Poland are interested in him. Uh, I mean, obviously, you know, when he when he first uh, went into Rangers, you know, you, you couldn't fault him. He did a really good job coming to the Premier League to manage Aston Villa, you know, slightly different, you know. But he, I suppose he tried his best there. And his, 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 obviously, as we know, his best weren't good enough. He's not, not there no longer. So... But yeah, that, I did read that about Poland, and I, I find that a bit of um, well, I, I find it a bit bizarre when I first read it, to be honest with you. Mm. So, you know, is uh, but it's, it's then again, improved since you know Emery's taken over. Oh, definitely, you know Emery. I mean, when he was a manager at Arsenal, um, and the, the, the the players he, he had at Arsenal as well. I mean, you know. Uh, when, when we finished fifth, we got to the final of that Europa League. You know, we lost the, the, the final to Chelsea. But, I mean, 90% of those players, when he was there at Arsenal, uh, 90% of them was, was Deadwood. And, and we got rid of them now. So, you know, I, I thought he did a, a fantastic job um, there. And then it, it started dying off a bit. But I most probably would have given him a bit more chance. But obviously, Arteta's come in now. And... Um, what our tech is doing now at the minute, uh, you can't fault him really. So, you know, and, and that's it. But, but you know, I, I think I think um, Villa's got a good manager now in Unai Emery. You know, he's got give him time. He he he, he is um, he, he wants some of his own players in there, like every other manager does. And uh, I reckon he he'd get them up um, up towards the um, the top eight, maybe the top six uh, for next season, depending. What money he's got to spend? Yeah. So, what are you going to go? Look, what are you going to go for for this one? I'm going to go. I think there's going to be goals in this game, Chris. I'm going to go. You know what? I'm going to go three-two uh, Aston Villa. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, I look forward to watching that one if that's the score. Um, I we're in a bit of a. This is a bit of a Leicester sandwich because you've got uh, Leeds just below us and Villa just above us. Um, and Villa, that gap's getting a little bit wide at the moment. It's five points between ourselves and Palace now, uh, and then Villa on 22 as well. And we've got to be really, really careful that, you know, the joke is obviously mind the gap. But I just think Leeds, you know, they've, they've only won one in five. They've just got two draws. But it's at Villa. If it was at Leeds, maybe they might get a draw. But I've got to go with you guys. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go three one, three one to Villa. Uh, I do think they'll do well here. It is, um, young Stephen, the weekend of the derbies. Um, 
and the Manchester one is on Saturday. It is the 12.30 kickoff. Uh, it's on BT Sports. Um, Manchester United, I've got to be honest with you, I didn't think they'd be doing as well as they were. I thought this was very much going to be a, let's just go through this season, let's get rid of the dead wood. Um, Ronaldo's gone, which to me is only going to be good for them. But he's, you know, he's got them up there in fourth place and a lot higher than I thought they would be. On the other hand, Man City, you know, they, they, they've... <laughs> they're sort of almost not gifting it to Arsenal, but they're making it a lot easier. Um, and they've only won three of the last five. And, of course, we can see they're struggling tonight. This is going to be a tight one for me. All depends who scores first, to be honest. I think if Man United score first, Man City won't get it back. Uh, if you, you look at the games where they've gone behind, they're playing pretty football in front of you. They're not getting behind and... I think the way Man United are now at the moment, attacking-wise, they're looking really, really sharp. I still think they're a bit dodgy at the back. But Man City, they'll play like Man City does. You know, it'll be cross, you know, passing backwards, mm. passing across and that and whatever. And I think at the moment that'll suit Manchester United because they, they'll be in positions that further up the park where they can get at City. You look at Southampton today, exactly the same. Every team that gets in Man City's face now and plays a high line stands a chance. So it all depends on Man United. But I'm going to go for a one-all draw. A one-all draw. Um, you've got to be happy, Anthony. Uh, and as, as I said, when, when we won it, do you know, as much as it's down to obviously the team itself, you've got to be winning to be at the top, etc. But you also need some of the teams to drop away. I mean, you know, when we won it, you had Liverpool, Klopp was still bedding in. Manchester City announced that their manager was leaving with, you know, two, three months to go. You know, everything kind of fell in. You must be pleased. I mean, you've lost one all season. Um, and... Yeah. You've got to be happy. You've got to be hoping for a Man United win here, haven't you? Well, yeah. I, was, I mean, first of all, my I think what Steve said was absolutely right. Um, that was going to be my prediction was going to be one all, but I'm going to change it. We've obviously, it's like what you said, we've lost one game this season, and that was to Manchester United. We lost 3-1. So, I mean, and they, they played really well in that game. I mean, obviously, you know, it's the Manchester derby. Both teams are going to be up for it. Um, I think because Steve said one all, I'm gonna I'm gonna go, I'm gonna change it a bit. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go two one Man United on this one, Chris. Two one to Man United. Yeah, um, yeah. Doug's made the point, a very good point. Like wounded animal, uh, a bit like Newcastle with us yesterday uh, after Sheffield Wednesday. Um, like I said at the start, I just think Man United they've they've done a hell of a lot better than I was expecting them to. Bournemouth, they beat them 3-0. Wolves, they beat 1-0. Uh, Forest, sorry, Luke, they beat you 3-0. Beat Fulham 2-1. But then, of course, they had that loss to Villa. And it, it's hard to sort of say with some of these games because, obviously, some of them were still before the, the World Cup. Uh, but Man City struggled to beat Chelsea. They couldn't, at home, couldn't beat Everton. Um, they did beat Leeds, but they lost to Brentford. Uh, and I would say they managed to beat Fulham. <sighs> I'm, I've been very disappointed with Manchester City, because uh, Manchester, but Manchester United have impressed me. It is obviously it's at Old Trafford, 
And I think that's going to make a big difference. Um, I'm going to have to agree with you, Anthony. I'm going to have to go 2-1 to Man United. Or am I going to go 3-2? No, I'm going to stick with 2-1. I, I was tempted to go with the 3-2 then. Um, <laughs> let's have a look what people are saying. Scott was of course, coming in with his Fulham prediction, 3-0. Um, uh, Luke has gone United 1, City 2. 3-1 to Man United has gone Scott. Um, yeah, like I said, Doug, um, preparing who is animal 3-1 to City. Um, Man, yeah, Man United to win 3-1. Um, Shane has gone 2-1 to Manchester City. So a mixed bag, mixed bag there. Now then. Uh, I did actually pop on to um, Doug's channel, like I say, just before I came on here, and he had Chloe on, a uh, big Brighton fan, a lovely girl, and uh, he wasn't he wasn't sounding so confident. I've got to be honest with you. And Liverpool, they they they, they have struggled this season, and I think I've said this: if 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 Klopp had this form at Chelsea, he would have gone. He'd have been gone, you know. They had one very, very good season when they virtually won everything that they could do. Um, and then, um, you know, the odd cup here and there. But like I say, Chelsea Chelsea would have got rid of him. Brighton, on the meantime, you know, they lost Potter. And I thought those was going to go down and down, but they've not. You know, they've got somebody else that we never heard of in charge and are doing very well. Uh, Liverpool sat in sixth, uh, Brighton are in eighth, but only one point behind Liverpool. Um, and if we have a look at, at their recent form, uh, Liverpool, I mean, are we panicking too much? I mean, they've won, they've won for the last five, although in fairness, we did help them <laughs> with one of those. Um, and Brighton have gone one, lost, one, lost, one. How do you think this one is um, going to go? I think Liverpool's going to win, win this one. I think uh, they're starting to find the feet a bit. The only thing that might kill them is if they're going to play the high line, which they have been playing lately. If Brighton have picked up on that and they've got some players to go straight through, you know, without passing in front, they'll cause them a problem. But I don't think Brighton play that way. And um, I think Liverpool's going to play Brighton at the right time. And they're getting goals now from two or three positions rather than the main scorers all again. So... I'll fancy Liverpool to win this one 2-0. Oh, 2-0. Um, Doug, I mean, I don't know, you know, everybody was having a go at Leicester, um, you know, <laughs> losing 2-1 and scoring all three goals, these things happening in football. But I think it says probably more about Liverpool than it does about, uh, than about Leicester. Uh, and, of course, they went on then to lose the next game. Was it Brentford, I think, they played uh, after that? Um, and lost 3-1 Brian, Brian are still hanging in there despite the change of manager yeah they are yeah uh, I think they're doing really well I mean we played them and beat them 4-2 they scored a goal in the last five minutes of the game you know and it, it, our luck it got disallowed because it was offside and that was like, I'd say something, that was squeaky bum time, that was, because that's our booty team, Brighton. But I've got to be honest with you, I think they're they're sort of like sorted defence now, aren't they, Brighton? And what gives them a good attack 
it's from the the midfield up. You know, obviously they haven't got like a an out and out goal scorer, but no. I think with them, they, it sort of reminds me of the old um, the Wimbledon when they were in the Premier League. It was um, it's like a team spirit uh, kind of thing. So, and I, I think they're playing. I think they're playing well. Liverpool just gradually coming back into it, but. You know what? I'm going to go for an upset here, and I'm sorry, Doug, but I could see Brighton winning this one. I'm going to go two-one Brighton. You you like your two ones, don't you? I uh, do. <laughs> and I've got to be honest with you. Um, I was going to go uh, again two-one, but I thought I've gone I've gone too many two ones, and then you went two-one again. Um, I just I just think Liverpool at the moment are in a little bit of a mini-crisis. Although, let's be honest with you, Steve, I think Leicester would give anything to have a, uh, <laughs> a mini-crisis like Liverpool are having, um, when you look where we are. Um, I can't go 2-1 again. Um, they, they, they've scored 32 goals, Brighton, um, which, which is quite, you know, quite high. It's more than Man United. Um but they've, they've conceded 25. I, I tell you what, I'm going to go. I'm going to, I'm going to have a little bit of a stick my neck out here, and I'm going to go 3-2 to Brighton. I think it could be a humdinger, this one. Sorry, yeah. Doug. Sorry, mate. Uh, but actually, Doug has actually gone for the Liverpool win as well. Um, let's just have a look here. Uh Red, Red Imp came in at the end there and went 5-2 to Man City. Um, evening, Chris and panel. Good evening, Geordie. How are you? Who are you hoping for in the draw later on tonight? God, that hurt me to say that, but well done again. Uh, Brighton 2, Liverpool 1, says Doug, the Liverpool fan. We are doing dog shit right now from nearly the quad to no top four. And I don't think you will get top four. I'm sorry, Doug, but I just don't think you will. I think it's um, if you do, it's only because Tottenham want to throw it away. Uh, Brighton two, Liverpool nil, says Jordy. Um, Scott's asking everybody to hit the like button and subscribe. Thank you very much, Scott. And he's gone Brighton two one. Uh, Brighton three nil, says Luke. Um, Brighton four, Liverpool one. As Liverpool fan, I have no confidence in my team at the moment. Brighton score goals for fun. Yeah, tell us about it. Uh, Doug says De Zebra is a better manager, or De Zebra is a better manager for Brighton than Potter. Uh, the one thing about Potter teams is they don't score many. But De Zebra teams are scoring for fun. It would be interesting, Steve. And I don't know if you can see this happening, but I'm just thinking that if Potter carries on like this at Chelsea. And if Bowie gets a little bit, um, you know, a little bit, uh, you know, trigger happy, and we get a bit fed up with um, with old Brendan, could could you see Potter at Leicester? I think Potter to do well at Leicester. Mm. I think, uh, like like we said earlier, I don't think it's Potter's team. I think uh, the chairman is taking everything on board. He wants to be involved in everything. And I think he's going to get the players that he wants, rather than what Potter wants. And mm. I think Potter, I think Potter senses that because you can see in his, you know, in his demeanour at the games and the way he talks that you you look at him and you think that's not a man that's running the club. 
that's not a man that's running the team. So, you know, he needs mm. a new lease a lot. I think going to a club like Leicester are doing, doing no harm at all. I, I, I honestly understand him going to Chelsea. You know, you when these clubs, when these get, uh, when these teams come knocking, you know, it, they may may not have come knocking again. And let's face it, you know, as a manager, if you go to a club and Pearson said this about going to Watford, he knew that uh, the reputation that um, that Watford had, but he said, you know, <laughs> he got a payoff for whether he stayed, you know, or left. Um, could do you think that would be a good move for Leicester, Anthony? Yeah, I think I think Potter would do well at uh, Leicester. Um, you know, those sort of teams, whether it's a, a Leicester or maybe if, you know, in time to come, it may be an Everton or, or anywhere like that. But, I mean, it makes you think that, you know, obviously he was manager of Brighton and took the Chelsea job, which is a big step. And it makes you think, because of the class players of what Chelsea got and is not his team, it makes you think, do the players respect him that much? I, I mean, I don't know, but I mean, that's one way of looking at it. But mm. I, I feel, yeah, if, you know, if the Brendan was gone and, and the job was free at Leicester, if Potter was sacked, I, I think Potter would do a good job at Leicester. I, I think that um be his type of team that he can go in and manage him pretty well. Yeah. Man City are throwing absolutely everything at Southampton at the moment and they just cannot get um the piece of luck that they want. Southampton did have the ball in the net, but he was was way offside. Um, I'm going to call this one first because it's Everton against Southampton. Uh, two of my, sorry, mm-hmm. Anthony, two of my not so uh, <laughs> teams. Uh, Everton down in 18th, Southampton down in 20th. And I know they're winning tonight. Um, and I know they won the other day. And But Everton... I think Lampard could be gone as well. But before anybody says, no, I don't want Lampard, uh, I'm just, I'm going to go straight in there and say this is going to be a nil-nil. Do you think there'll be goals in this, Steve? I think so. Uh, I think this is going to be a downside for Southampton because I've watched a bit of the game and that now, and I've never seen Southampton press and chase like they're doing tonight. Probably because it's a quarter-final in Man City. But I can't yeah. see them doing this against Everton. And I think that's where they're going to get the downfall because I think they'll be a bit lacklustre. I don't think they'll have the same determination to go at Everton like they are at Man City. And Everton's run has got to change at some time. So I think Everton will win this 2-0. Oh, wow, 2-0. I mean, it is at Everton. Um, and that always, I mean, you know, the, the crowd do get behind them. But Anthony, I mean... Southampton, no points in five games. Everton, one point in five games. I mean, that is relegation form, isn't it? It is relegation form, yeah. And obviously, where the two teams are on the table, um, you know, it, it, it don't lies in front of you. But, I mean, it's going to be two uh, teams battling out and obviously want to win the game. Um, I feel... The way I say Phantom are playing tonight and obviously beating Man City, I think this might give them a bit of a boost and encouragement going into the next game. So I still think there's going to, there's going to be goals in this game. I'm going to go 2 1 Southampton. Oh, so neither of you think, actually, to me, I've got it down as, you know, one of those nil uh, nils last game on match of the day yeah. games. And I think, I think Lampard might be gone after this game if they do lose. 
Yes, could well be, could well be. Yeah. Both of these teams, though, Steve, are going to be looking at this and going, it's a must-win. I mean, it's the proverbial six-pointer, isn't it? I think a lot of people saying that, and, and I, don't, I don't think the clubs will look at it that way halfway through the season, because, like, if you look at the table, you know, there's only a few points between certain clubs, and I think if they're going to put uh, silly pressure on themselves by saying that, um, then it's going to be foolish. But, like, you know, the pro clubs are now, they'll take one game at a time, see how it goes. And I think it'll be squeaky bum time as you get closer to a towards the end of the season and they're still in the same spots and they're playing the same way as they are now. I think I'm about, I hate that, you know, when you think you're about to sneeze. <laughs> uh, it's, it's come and gone. So, 2-0, 2-1 and 0-0. Uh, let's see what everybody is saying in the chat. Um, where did it start here? 3-0 uh, to Southampton. Wow, says Shane. Um, Luke says Brighton have some... Mis- have the same respect I'd give to Newcastle. They fully deserve it. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's still 2-0. Um, Doug's gone nil-nil. He's agreed with myself. Snooze fest. Um, Everton won Southampton nil, says Geordie. Uh, Luke's gone the other way. 1-0 to Southampton. Shane's gone for a 1-1. Scott has got a 2-0 to Southampton. Um, Southampton haven't won at Everton since November the 2nd, 1997. I just say, Doug, you need to get out more. <laughs> okay. Then, now then, gentlemen, we come to the biggest game of the weekend. Forget your Manchester derbies. Forget your London derbies. This is the biggie. It's the East Midlands derby. And I tell you what, this is almost like the decider. Because last year they beat us in the FA Cup 4-1 which happened to be the same score that Blackpool beat them by in the FA Cup this year, but one round earlier, guys. Um, we then went and beat them 4-1, I think it was, uh, when we when we hosted them earlier in the season. Uh, and now we're back to, to Forest, who are drawing today. We played yesterday. Is that 24 hours going to make a big difference, Steve? The problem, this, this is what I see with Leicester, and you know I love Leicester to pieces and whatever, yeah. and they go on about Brendan's tactics, but there's no fire in the belly at Leicester. Mm. You do not see an angry confrontation. You don't see them kicking anybody. They accept everything that goes against them. And, you know, you, you can understand why the fans are getting um, ratchet the way they are. If you go to a game, give everything, and the performance is good, but you lose... The fans, the fans will back here on that. But at the moment, they're not even getting that. Um, Forrest, I think it's going to mean more to Forrest than it does Leicester, uh, both to the players and the fans, which it did do when they beat us 4-1. But Leicester have got to get some fire in their belly and start kicking a few people and start arguing with a few people because every game I've seen, I've never seen a Leicester player shouting going off on one, kicking somebody. They just accept everything. And I think they're too soft and too easy to play against at the moment. So, mm. you know, we're blaming his tactics to a certain extent or mostly every week. But you've got to look at the players and say, fight for, fight for your shirt, fight for your badge. They're not doing it. 
They're not doing it verbally and they're not doing it physically. And I think until Leicester get that fire in the belly, they're going to struggle. I mean, I, I, I put a post out the other day, Steve, that said, like, well done, Newcastle, you deserved it. You know, sometimes it was like Premier League versus League Two, to be honest with you. Um, it was always a case of it's finished 1-1 at Forest. So I'm guessing that is into extra time or is it straight to penalties? Straight to penalties. Straight to penalties. Wow. Luke, awful. Get get yourself behind that settee. Um I, I and I just you know they said oh you know you didn't play too bad like yeah we played shit we really really did but you know when you've got a manager who yes we've got a lot of injuries and it, it, the book stops with him for that because he's the one that does the training he's the one that you know for, for was in charge when we bought for Farner and he came in and he went wow this is intense training so he has to take a lot of hassle for that. Somebody said that one of the, the people that were um, one of the sports writers said, we do not have a smaller squad than the rest of the teams because, let's face it, at the end of the day, we all have the same you know size squad. What we have is a smaller set of players that the manager trusts. Yeah, And when you've got a Marty, and I love a Marty, like I say, my most improved player last season. When you've got a player like him in defence, and he's not done too bad, but... He can make a mistake and he'll still be picked. And yet we've got a Soyuncu on the bench who comes on against the bottom team in the in, in the whole league and what have you. Um and he's been he's been touted to go to one of the teams with the best defensive record in, in, in Europe and you know regular quarterfinalists of the FA Cup in um Atletico Madrid. That's you know he, he just doesn't. He's so stubborn, more so than Pearson ever was. Yeah, of course he That's the problem. Sorry, that's the problem. You know, you you look at him on the, the sideline. He's never agitated. He just stands there, and I think that's coming across on the players. And um, you know, if you look at the squad that Leicester's got, there's some players in that squad that's never played a game, and I don't think they will ever play a game. So I can't understand why all these clubs say we've only got small squads and whatever, but you're not using the whole squad, the potential of the whole squad. And until you do that, you'll never find out how good they are. So he's got to do something different or, you know, it's going to be stale all the way through the season. So and what were you going to say, Anthony? Well, it was just like, obviously... With your team, I mean, I, I put it in the chat um, when you were streaming the other night, and you go for that entire Leicester team, and the, the, you have got talent there, and I'm just surprised that you're so low down. You know, you, you, you're not winning games. It's like what Steve was saying. It, it's like it's the fire has been doubted, and you, you, you're just trying to relight that fire to get to get that team going, you know, but unfortunately, I... I just don't think you've got. Um, Brendan's not the right man for it now. He 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 was good for Leicester, but I I I don't think he, I don't think he's the man. I think it's time to move on, change the manager, maybe get in a couple of uh, new players. I mean, because you've got young players with so much talent. I mean, you've got Madison there. You've got Barnes out on the left wing. You know, I, I and 
you've got NDDM and, you know, so you've got good players covering each area, but it's just something that's not right there. And uh, Scott says here, um, Steve, on your point about Leicester, do you believe it could be a training issue, i.e. not enough sprints, etc., or whether it is a motivational issue? I mean, I had Rob Tanner on the other day. Obviously, you, 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 you remember Rob Tanner, Steve, and he works with Athletic now. He was saying that you know we've got this we've got this amazing first you know big big huge training facility, and they go out on a regular basis and see you know whether it's a hard pitch or a soft pitch because Vardy prefers to play on a hard pitch, and um, Johnny Evans prefers a softer pitch because of his his injuries. And I'm like, for fuck's sake, are we? A, are they racehorses or football players, for God's sake? You know, I mean, is it a case of we're now sending somebody out before when, when, when you know, when the team bus arrives, somebody runs onto the pitch to find out if it's softer or harder. We're picking the players from there. I mean, what the hell is going on? This is this is where we're starting to lose our football because, um, you know, I'll go back to when I played. Most of the pitches uh, when I played, there was no grass on by the end of September. And you play it on rock hard pitches and whatever. It's too cushy for them. Every the life is too cushy for them. They've got chefs. They've got people who look after them, and they've got no hardship at all. And they've got no uh, desire to make themselves better. I don't think because they've got you know they're pampered, they're pampered too much. And I yeah. can't see I can't see Rogers going off on one and you know throwing things across the room and whatever because. He doesn't seem that kind of guy. But you look at Newcastle, uh, when the new manager come in, most of the players in that team were in the team when they were doing crap. But mm. with the new manager coming in, everybody stepped up the game 100% and they, they look world beaters at the moment. And that's the problem. Until yeah. you get the fire in the belly at Leicester and then you see him arguing and you know, kicking people because... You look at every time there's a foul given against Leicester or whatever, you don't get one player going up like the other teams do and having to go at the, the referee. They, they just accept it. They're getting knocked off the ball easy. And, you know, I tell you what, mate, it's a wrong time to play Forest, I think. Wrong time. And I think it, it's 1-1 it. one, one and penalties. They both missed the first penalty. They both scored the second penalty. Uh, I mean, you're quite right. I mean, you know... The form team going into this is Nottingham Forest. Drawn one, lost, drawn one. So they've only lost one in the last five games. Uh, and that was to Man United. And Leicester, we've lost three on the trot. Newcastle, Liverpool and, of course, Fulham. And everybody said, well, we played better in the second half. Of, well, yeah, but it's a 90-minute fucking game. You know, we should be at it from the start. Um, score predictions, guys. Steve, um, I know you're not going to make me happy, but what, what are you going to go for on this one? Mate, depends on what Leicester turn up and what uh, mood they're in. But I'm going to go for a one-all draw. One-all. I'd take that at the moment. I've got to be honest with you. Um, six minutes extra time at um, at St Mary's, by the way. Um, Anthony. You know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with you guys, and I'm gonna go for a two-one Leicester win. Oh, 
Right. Now, that's interesting. You surprised me there. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to go... Oh, hang on. I've put you down. Sorry, I'll put that down as a, um, as a, as a forest wind there. Good God. Uh, I do. <laughs> We're covering for Brad. <laughs> um, oh, well, and Wolves, both teams have got the third penalty. Doug's keeping me informed. Cheers, buddy. I, I, I'm, everybody says that, you know, Brendan won't go between now and the end of the season. He's, he's there now to the end of the season. I think the Fulham one was maybe took him right up to that edge. I think the Newcastle game was a free hit because of the fact of where Newcastle were. I think if we were to lose this, I'd, I'd, I'd want him gone personally. I don't know the top will, but I'd want him gone. Um, and I think we've got to say, well, okay, how much will it cost us to let him go? And he's not on this ten million a year. That's that, that's all rubbish. But will it not cost us more if we are relegated than what it would cost us to get rid of him? Um, but I'm going to I'm going to go with you, Steve. I'm going to go for one one. Uh, I can't see us winning this, and I, I but I don't even want to think about losing it because it's Forest. Uh, I mean, you know, that's what these derby games are all about. Um, I just, I, I've actually, you know, I've sat on the fence so much with Brendan Rogers, and I've gone from one side to the other, and the other. I've actually built a gate in the middle of the fence so that I can keep changing sides. Um, I, I can say, I just think, I think he's got to go. He's got, he's got to go. If we do, if we do not beat them, then he's got to go. I'm afraid. Um, it's three all in penalties. Um, right, let's have a look what everybody was saying about this one. It was quite a while ago. Uh, Scott has said uh, Forest will batter us. Not looking forward to it. He can see us losing four uh, one. Forest two, Leicester two. Says Ash. And good evening, Ash. Uh, Doug's gone one one as well. Uh, Luke's gone. Yeah, <laughs> of course. The Forest fans three <laughs> nil. Forest. Um, let's just hope he doesn't go to penalties, eh, Luke? Um, Forest Walters, yeah, penalty to be taken. Uh, catching up with us, the players went Rogers out, he's injuring all the players. I don't know that they want him out, but he's certainly there's something going on with his training. Something going on, questions need to be asked, and nobody's asking them, unfortunately. Um, yeah, that was we've covered that one. Um, oh dear. A couple get into a huge argument on a camping trip. It was really tense. It was a really tense atmosphere. Oh, oh, dear. oh dear, 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 dear. Um, have a talented squad. Yeah, we have done that one. Uh, Kenneth is in Tomb Fan. Do you think Leicester will sell Madison in the summer? If not to us, then someone else. He will go. We, we've got to sell. We're not going to get any money for yeah. till a month. He's going to go on a free, and we need some money. Uh, and with what we get from Madison, we might be able to, you know, get another two players in, you know. So we'll see. Um, I thought, yeah, I do think he'll go. Um, Doug's just going through the penalties. Um, Anthony trying to make himself a mainstay on this channel for next season with that prediction. 
<laughs> Only joking, pal. Uh, I am Scott. <laughs> <laughs> he is actually starting next Monday. He's going to be a regular presenter on the Monday Night Review show, aren't you, mate? I am, uh, mate, yeah. Sean's gone Forest nil, Leicester nil. Um, oh, Wolves, Forest scored the fifth penalty. Wolves miss the penalty. Forest in the semis. <sighs> Four three on penalties. Congratulations, Luke. Congratulations to Forest. Um, congratulations to Southampton as well, who have knocked out um, Manchester City. Um, this is going to be interesting as to who gets who. Newcastle, get Forest, please, please. Uh, mm. Yeah. Uh, well done, Luke. Now, congratulations, mate. Um, and like I say, to, to you as well, Anthony, for Southampton's result. Um, last, God, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Wolves West Ham. Uh, again, two teams that are in desperate trouble at the moment. Um, it was the last of the three o'clock kickoffs. West Ham 17th, Wolves on 19th. Um, Wolves mm. drew with Villa, lost to Man United, beat Everton, lost to Arsenal, uh, lost to um, Brighton and Hove. West Ham, in the meanwhile, uh, drew with Leeds, lost to Brentford, lost to Arsenal, lost to us, and lost to Palace. I mean, who's going to go first, Steve? Moyes or Rodgers? Uh, yeah, I don't think Rodgers will go, mate. I don't. I think, you know, um, there's something happening in the club and I think he's safe no matter what he does at the moment. Yeah. I feel sorry for Moyes because, like, he had a good season last season. Um, this season they're struggling a bit. But West Ham are West Ham. They'll carry on doing the way they're doing. Wolves, I can't see Wolves scoring many goals this year. Mm. Um, you know, they're playing... Playing a side of football where you can't see him scoring goals, mega goals. Um, so I'm going to go for a 1 0 West Ham win. 1 0 to West Ham. Uh, they need to start winning, don't they, um, Anthony? Well, they do. I mean, but in all fairness, both teams do. Uh, I just think, like, when, when you look at that Wolves team and what they've got in midfield, to me, that's. That's like a, t uh, a top team midfield there, you know. I mean, that like an eighth position midfield or a sixth position midfield, you know. I mean, they, they, they've, they've got quality there in midfield. They haven't got that quality up front wall. And then the same as West Ham. I mean, they signed that striker um, from Doug's favourite team from Italy. Uh, I can't uh, say it. Yeah. Yeah, and um, it was Scamacher, or whatever his name is, but you know, he's not really um putting on anything. So, with that, I, I think this game, um, it's like what you said to the uh, Everton and Southampton game, I think it's going to be a bit of a boring game. Uh, both teams are going to knock each uh, you know, cancel each other out. Sorry, and I think I'm going to go for a nil nil, nil nil. Um I, I've spoken to a lot of fans, uh, West Ham fans, and I haven't spoken to any, any Wolves fans, but a couple of West Ham fans have said a lot. A couple of West Ham, Ham, West Ham, hands, West Ham fans that I've spoken to uh, really want Moyes out, probably more than we want Rodgers out, to be honest with you. They absolutely... Uh, I think, I mean, when you come to think, this is where they were when Moyes took over, and they've had two good seasons, and I think 
you know, they're almost sort of a season behind doing exactly the same as what Leicester are doing. And I think the, the success they've had, two top six finishes, a, you know, a semi-final of the um, of a European competition, they're, they're almost, like I say, a, a, a victim of their own success. But I agree with you. I think this is going to be nil-nil, Anthony. I really yeah. do. Um, 5.30, the late kickoff on Saturday. Uh, Brentford, who are going good guns at the moment, are hosting Bournemouth, uh, my local team down here, who, despite them being local, Anthony, I don't support. Uh, it's on Sky Sports. Um Brentford beat Liverpool last time out. They beat West Ham. They drew with Tottenham. Uh, they beat Man City and they drew with Forest. Um, and I do apologise. I have not gone through those scores for everybody in the chat. So let me just quickly do that. Um, it was the shock of Forest getting through. Um, <laughs> Wolves won, West Ham won, says uh, Shane. Um, West Ham win, says Scott. 1-1, one, one, says Doug. Um, yeah, and and Luke, not the Nottingham Forest fan, said he was looking forward to another trip to Wembley. Um, but I did actually have to remind him that John Moss has now retired. Um, it's Sasusulu. Mm, I don't know if I'm any close to that. 2-0 to Wolves, says Luke. Now then, um, so Brentford, Bournemouth. Started off badly, but they've got rid of Parker, and he was the main reason that we all had them, I think, <laughs> relegation favourites. Uh, got stuffed by Liverpool, turned it round, but it's all going wrong again. Lost to Man United, lost to Palace, lost to Chelsea. Did manage to beat Everton, lost to Leeds in, to my mind, I think what was naive of them, because they were they were ahead and they lost 4-3. Um, home win. Steve, or do you see it going another way? Massive home win. I think they've got the 12th man there. I think the atmosphere at the moment at Brentford is electric. Um, the games I've seen, the atmosphere I've seen. So I think this is going to be an easy 3-0 win to Brentford. 3-0. Right. Um, the draw, by the way, for the next round is at 10 past 10. Um, quarter past 10, sorry. Um Anthony. Trouble is, though, is if that. Um, I don't think Ivan Tunis is playing as well because he's getting done for that betting scandal and that. But they, they've been playing well without him, haven't they, uh, Brentford? Mm. You know, they've been picking up points and that. So, so same as what um, Steve said. I'm going to go for a Brentford win. I'll go 2 2 0 um, Brentford. 2-0. Um, I think Bournemouth are going through a transition. They've obviously got the new owners, but that's going to take time to sort of work its way through the system. And I am going to go... I'm going to have to, again, agree with you, Anthony, 2-0. Um, we can't be having this. We're agreeing all the time. We Sunday, are, aren't we? Yeah, there's three on Sunday. <laughs> Chelsea host Crystal Palace at two o'clock in the one non-televised match uh, of that um, of that day. Um, Chelsea sat in tenth. Palace sat in twelfth. Um, Chelsea lost to Man City. Drew with Forest. 
beat Bournemouth, lost to Newcastle, lost to Arsenal. Where Palace lost to Tottenham, lost uh, beat Bournemouth, sorry, lost to Fulham, lost to Forest, uh, but they did manage to beat West Ham. Um, could could this be Potter's last game as well? No, to be honest, I think they'll win this one. Um, I don't think Palace are firing on all uh, all cylinders. I think they're, they're confusing themselves each week, uh, the way they play. Uh, one minute they're, you know, they're untouchable, and next minute they're absolutely awful. I don't think there's a, you know, it's, it's one of those that are either good or the bad. Um, mm. I think Chelsea, having the results before they play Palace, uh, going against them, I think there's some of the game that probably saves Potter a bit, and I think they will win 2 0. 2 0, right. Um, Anthony. Oh, God. Where you go from from here? I mean, you look, you, you look at the last lot of games when you read the mic, Chris, and if anything, it favours Palace. Mm. Um, you can't say 7 0, though, on this channel. Can I just say that? <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't going to go that. I wasn't going to go that far. No. Uh, do you know what? I'm going to go the complete opposite. I am going to go for a 2 1 Crystal Palace win. 2 1 to Palace. Yeah. Um, in fairness, for me, this could go either way. Um, mm. And when you look at it, um, they're not scoring a lot of goals either side. I mean, you know, in the last five games, uh, Chelsea have scored three goals. Uh, in the last five games, Palace have scored four. So, you know, we're not going to get, I don't think we're going to get a goal fest here. Um, I, I ju I'm just so disappointed with Chelsea. I, I just can't get my head around, you know, the decisions that have been made there at the moment. I'm going to go 1 1. I think it'll be uh, a draw on that one. Oh, we're one game off it. We're one game off it. But the first televised match, uh, Steve, on the Sunday is a team that uh, basically put us to the sword um, on uh, <laughs> the other night. Uh, Newcastle hosting Fulham. Newcastle third. I mean, they're having a... I mean, I thought they'd do well this season. They've got a great manager, absolutely fantastic manager. Uh, I thought he was only going to go in and, and just be a stopgap, but if he carries this on, uh, I think he could have a job for as long as he wants. Um, that said, they managed only to well, they drew with Arsenal um, last time out. They drew with Leeds. They beat us three nil. They beat Chelsea one nil. They beat Southampton four one. Fulham, well, we know they beat us. Who hasn't beaten us recently? <laughs> they beat Southampton. They beat Crystal Palace. They beat. Oh, they lost to Man United and they lost to Man City. Um, but Newcastle is at Newcastle. They've just qualified for the first semi-final since Queen Victoria, whatever it was. Um, they're gonna they're gonna be on a high, aren't they? They're on a tidal wave. Um, like we said, making the comments about the situation at Leicester, he's come in there. You know, he's not made that many changes uh, personnel-wise. But the players that were playing before, he's, he's got them playing 100% better and playing as a team. Uh, 
they are creating chances. They're missing a lot of chances, but they are creating chances. And they're creating chances from all over the pitch. Uh, they look a threat every time they go forward because the way everybody's geared to go forward. And I think at the moment, the title wave is going to carry them on. And I, I think Fulham are going to get, you know, I think I can't see Fulham scoring against them, to be honest. So I'm, I'm going to go for a 3-0 win to Newcastle. 3-0. Ooh. Okay, just finishing off the Chelsea scores there. Sorry, 3-1, did you say, Steve? No, 3-0. 3-0. Sorry, 3-0 to Newcastle. Um, Anthony? Well, this Newcastle team is like with Eddie Howe. He's, he's literally changed them and they're doing the business um, this season. I think when we played against them, we drew 0-0. They weren't bad in attack, but their defense their defense in that game was was brilliant. It was fantastic. No, you couldn't fault them. And marking and picking up players and all that. Um I feel obviously it's gonna be a different strategy in this game, which obviously favours Newcastle. So obviously I'm gonna go for a Newcastle win here. Do you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna push the limit. I I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go four one Newcastle. Wow. Okay. Yeah. 4-1. Okay. So, um, <laughs> it's at Newcastle. You've got to say, and like I said earlier, hats off to, um, hats off to, to Fulham for what they've done. They've not lost in three, which is obviously since the World Cup. Um, like I say, beating Palace, beating Southampton and beating ourselves. But Newcastle, they've really lost one all season, the same as Arsenal. But they've not won in three. But they are going to—they're just riding a, a, the, the wave of success at the moment. And mm. I think they're going to have too much for for for, uh, for Fulham. I don't think it's going to be as many as that. Um, I'm going to go two nil to, um, to to Fulham. Uh, let's see what everybody is saying. Um, uh, Newcastle 2, Fulham 2, says Shane. 2-1, says Luke. Oh, sad news. Legendary rock guitarist Jeff Beck has died aged 78. But, uh, I suppose if any if any sort of death or funeral has a silver line in his will. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I knew, he was, I knew. was going to come out like that, wasn't it? Hopefully, hopefully he has a sense of he had a sense of humour and he would have appreciated that. But rest in peace, uh, Jeff Beck, a uh, great guitarist. Um, yeah, rest in peace. Yeah, and Scott's gone three 0 to Newcastle as well. Now then, um, last time we had a North London derby, Steve just actually refused to even predict it. He refused. He wouldn't even go for a nil nil or a draw. Um, but you've been you've been quite um, quite vocal in your support of Arsenal this season. I mean, I just don't know what's what's going on at Spurs. Uh, one minute you're reading that that Conte's going, the next minute he's going to be staying. Uh, then you're hearing that somebody might be sort of you know wanting to buy in. Is it PSG wanting to buy into Tottenham possibly? Um, I mean, they beat Palace 4-0, uh, but they lost to Villa. They drew with Brentford after being down. 
They beat Leeds after being down, but they lost to Liverpool. Arsenal, fantastic season you're having there, Anthony. Uh, yeah. 0-0 in Newcastle, beat Brighton, and that's no easy feat, 4-2. Uh, beat West Ham, 3-1. Uh, beat Wolves, 2-0. And you beat Chelsea, 1-0. Steve, you're going to have to surprise me. <laughs> which, which way is this one going? Well, I'm not going to say a word about Tottenham Hotspur. I'm just going to go straight to Arsenal. Um, if Arsenal are starting to pull away with the league, um, like I say, I've only been back in Arsenal because I didn't want the season to be over this early. Yeah. If Arsenal are going down the, the route of it, you know, you, can, you can't stop them, then they'll be back on my hit list with an S at the front of it. So... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, but oh yes, I do. Yes, yeah. But oh, I'm going to go for a nil-nil draw. Oh, nil-nil, nil-nil. Yeah. Anthony, we've had a fair bit of banter over the last few seasons. Um, yeah, uh, mainly because I knew that uh, Leicester being above Arsenal wouldn't last, and obviously this season it's proved it's not. Um, yeah, everybody, well, not every fan, that would be being totally unfair. But, you know, a lot of fans haven't built, bought into the um, Arteta planning. Um, but he's proving <laughs> that, you know, what he had in place or what his plan was has worked. I mean, OK, it's taken a couple of seasons. Of course it has. It's probably beyond your dreams how well you're happy to go in this season. I think you're going to go all the way and win the league, if I'm honest with you. Um, but it's a North London derby, isn't it? And it's at Spurs. See, that's what makes it more tricky, Chris, is, is when is it, when is it uh, you know, it's Spurs growing. So, um, trouble is, though, there's everybody's saying, obviously, we have got... Um, Jesus, he's, he's like injured, but he's only scored five goals uh, in so many games. Then obviously picked up that injury. Um, the stats are saying that Eddie Nketiah is um, he's played so many games and got so many goals. Can I see Eddie uh, Nketiah stepping up to the plate in this game? Uh, I hope so, but I, I I I can't I can't see it. Um, but. You go around the all round play, I most probably would would edge Arsenal, but there's gonna be there is gonna be a decision in this game. It's gonna be VAR and, and it's gonna it's gonna balls this game up technically. Uh, a, a rubbish decision by VAR. So in this case, you're gonna be shocked at this. I'm gonna go for a Desmond, a two two. Oof, right. If we haven't had one tonight, there we go, our first Desmond. Um, I thought Conte was a brilliant signing by Spurs when they got him. Um, and I think Conte knew what he was doing. This is only my opinion, of course. I think when he turned them down at the start of the season, he knew that he... Oh, great, the show in the Newcastle <laughs> game again. Um, they... You know, when he went in later in that season, he he could he could demand and he you know he he could say, look, you know, it's my way, Daniel, get your nose out, whatever. But you just you're forever hearing about unrest. Um, like I say, you don't know what Tottenham is going to turn up. 
and they're giving so many teams the chance to go ahead, like Brentford, you know. Uh, but you can't give. I don't think they can give Arsenal that that um, that privilege of, of going ahead and come back against Arsenal. But it's a North London derby, yeah. Um, and you know, as we've said before, you know, with the Manchester derby, with the I don't know, like East Midlands derby, the, it, it, there is something different about. You know, if we if we were playing Everton tomorrow and we lost, yes, obviously I'd be totally and utterly peed off, but not as much as if we lose to Nottingham Forest. There is just something about these derbies uh, that gets the fans going. Um, this, for me, will be a a true sign of your title credentials. Um, Manchester United have been slipping away, which is good for you. Uh, you haven't. You've only lost one all season. Um I don't know how many of you how many have you drawn? Uh you've drawn two. Uh and Man City have drawn three and lost two. Tottenham scored 37 goals, so they're getting the goals, but they've conceded 25. You've only conceded 14. You've got a great goalkeeper in yeah. Ramsdale, uh, as we know. Um I, I think you're going to take this, Anthony. I really do. And I'm going to go for a 2-1 win to Arsenal. And if you can do I that... Can I just add, I think there'll be a couple of sendings off in that game. Yeah, I, I think as well, uh, Steve. And you know what? It, it won't surprise me if Arsenal... That's the reason why I went 2-2. I, I could see Arsenal winning this... Um, leading this game, sorry, 2-1. And it's going to be a crap decision by VAR, you know, and it's going to go Tottenham's way, whether it's going to be a penalty or whatever. And I could see them getting a goal in the last minute of the game and the final score will be 2 2. And then you'll see some Arsenal fans unhappy mm. with me being one of them. But I, I can only say, I can only say how I see it. And I, I reckon that's what it's going to be. Now, if it was at the Emirates, I would have said your scoreline, Chris. I would have went a different scoreline. I mean, to, I mean, look, 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 I mean, I've gone two-one uh, Manchester United to beat Man City and two-one Arsenal to beat Tottenham. I mean, if that happens, is is it eight points difference? It will then be, uh, and it will yeah. be yours, really, yours to throw away. Um, and I'm very much like Steve, you know. I mean, okay, we all have a load of banter, um, and but I'd like to see somebody different win it. You know, not Man City, not Chelsea. Um, so I, I, ju I just think, like I say, if you win this, that is sending a big, big signal out. Um, so just quickly, the draw, I think, is going to be on Sky Sports when they come back after the break. So if you guys want to go or do you want to stay and, and cover the, the draw with me? Can do, mate, yeah. Yeah, yeah. can do, cover the score. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so basically, Fulham, we've all gone. We all went 2-1 across the board there against Chelsea. Um, Villa leads, we've all gone for a Villa win. Uh, United City, a draw for uh, Steve. Uh, wins uh, for the home team for myself and um, Anthony. Everton, Southampton, uh, you two guys have gone for Everton. I've gone for a board draw, 0-0. Forest against City, <laughs> the non-Leicester person with non-Leicester connections has gone for the win. Uh, myself and Steve have gone for the draw. 
And I would, if he offered me that now, I'd take it. Um, two nil-nils, Wolves, West Ham, but uh, Steve thinks West Ham will nick it 1-0. Brentford are going to win it, according to us, against Bournemouth. Uh, Chelsea Palace, um, Chelsea for Steve, Palace for uh, Anthony, draw for me. Uh, everyone think Newcastle are going to beat Fulham, sorry Fulham. Uh, and a mixed, totally mixed bag there. Uh, two or oh, two draws, I should say. Uh, the first death, Desmond, um, in the North London derby. But I think Arsenal will be 2 1. And just remember that. Just remember that, Anthony. I will do, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> well, I even, re- even remember that Steve spoke nice about Arsenal as well. He did. I mean, if he have went, if he would have went for that Arsenal win, he would have went up in my estimation. He would have made it in smoke one thousand uh, world class players, you know, of all time. But <laughs> thousands. <laughs> all right. Here we go. Here we go with the draw. The balls are. I don't know where they are. Um, they're not out. You're never confident about Arsenal. You're old school like my dad. Um, Man United are one, Newcastle two, Forest three, Southampton four. Those are the numbers. You know, it never ceases to amaze me when they do. I mean, there's four balls, and yet they can drag this out to probably be about 15 minutes long. <laughs> mm. oh, yeah. The lady, I think it's Jill Scott, she's got her hands in. She's bringing the ball out. Who's going to be the first one? Number four, Southampton. Is it two-legged semi-final? Yes. Yeah. So Southampton have got... They'll be home in the first game. Southampton have got... Have they got Forest? Manchester City. No, Newcastle. Southampton have got oh. Newcastle. Oh, oh, oh. That means it's got to be Man United against Forest. Ooh. Luke said he wanted Man United. Nottingham Forest at home in the first leg. I'd love, I'd love them to pick that out and it not be number four now. Yeah. Oh, right, number one. Sorry, uh, Man United. So it is Southampton against Newcastle, Nottingham Forest against Manchester United. Um, hey, you've enjoyed your run, Luke. Bad luck, mate. I think it's going to end now. And Southampton away. Um, I don't know why they've got two legs. Why can't they just make it one leg? It's two. It's an extra two games. None of these clubs will need. Uh, but hey ho, when does it matter? So, I mean, for me, sorry, Luke, uh, it's going to be a Newcastle Man United final. Would you say that? Agree with that, Steve? Well, if I said something controversial, I'd have thought that they've done it on purpose and it was a fix because you're getting Newcastle and uh, Man United in the final. But oh yeah. how can you accuse the lovely Jill Scott, one of our own lionesses, of fixing the draw? Well, I think a lot of people in the country are thinking or saying the same thing before the draw come out. Is that you know Man United going to be kept away from Newcastle? But it's just one of them things. It's the look of the draw. But to me, nothing surprises me anymore. Anthony, I mean your team. Facing Newcastle. Um, yeah, yeah, but look, you know, Sheffield Wednesday have beaten Newcastle, although I can't see Newcastle making a mistake yeah. of Dubrovnik back in goal. Um so I mean nothing is it nothing is impossible. 
But you've got to say yeah. on paper, it looks like a Newcastle United final, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. I mean, to be honest with you, the um, the who Newcastle was playing now, Southampton, I predicted that um, as a final before I come on here, and I was I was chatting to my brother, funny enough, who's a Man United fan, and um, I said there'd be a Newcastle and uh, Southampton final, and he he got it right because he's a Man United fan. He said Man United and Newcastle, he wanted it, so you know he's he, he gets the luck, but I got. Well, I think to be honest with you, uh, Newcastle hasn't won anything in a long time, have they? No. So no. I think Newcastle's going to be up for this game, Chris, and I'll have to favour Newcastle to win this competition. Yeah, Newcastle to win it overall. Steve, would you agree with Newcastle? I, I, I've got to say, I agree with Newcastle. I do agree as well. Yeah, I think um, a big pitch Wembley will suit uh, Newcastle the way they're mm. playing at the moment. But um, like you say, it all depends how they're going in the first leg. If there's any pressure put on for the second leg, so yes, see what happens. Well, all I can say is um, thank you very much, guys. I think we can say that Newcastle, uh, Nottingham Forest, into the semi-finals. Um, they're right to have their uh, balloon burst, aren't they, Steve? <laughs> Hope so. Bring us back down to earth. That's what we will be doing. Steve, it's great to have you on as always. Foxy Seven, guys, keep a lookout for it. And um, the new clothing wear that will be out by the end of the month. Steve will keep us informed. And of course, we'll be helping promote it on this channel. Steve, thank you very much, young man. And I will speak to you next week. Yep, totally enjoyed it. Brilliant. Thanks very much. Yeah, so it's, nice it's nice being on a stream with you as well, mate. Yes, and you, mate. And I'll send you a blue and white top. Oh, superb. <laughs> I'll, I'll wear it on the next time we're on a stream. <laughs> if, if I pay you, if I pay you, Steve, huh? will you somehow get a Tottenham badge on there for me? Right. You want to see what's written on the back. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> nice one. Cheers, Steve. Take care, <laughs> mate. Anthony, thank you very much for standing in for Brad. No, that's right, mate. I hope you get it off the bottom of your shoe. Um, <laughs> looking forward to that. Sorry? I just hope I haven't let him down if <laughs> it scores. <laughs> to be honest with you, if you have, you've let me down as well because I've agreed with a lot of you. <laughs> I know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, looking forward, Monday, 9, um, nine o'clock, the league reviews. We're going to start it on Monday. Um, yeah. Now we're sort of back to the normal games. We'll be having a look at the Premier League games. Yourself, me and Maisie will hopefully be joining us as well uh, every oh, Monday same. at nine. So yeah. um, that that is fun. We can have a have a look back at the games. Um, we are going to be so much better than uh, Gary Lineker, Alan Shearer and Ian Wright. I don't know who's oh. who, but there we go. Um <laughs> But you, you do appear, and your link is in the description below, because you obviously mm -hmm. are a co-host, so it's always in the description below on every show, um, whether you're on or not. But tell people where they can find you, sir. Yeah, you can find me on my socials on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at my name, at Anthony Herbert. You can also find me on a stream on Friday night at 9 o'clock um, on uh, Football United TV, where I host a Arsenal show called Gunners from All Corners. We get Arsenal fans on there, um, and we 
just talk about nothing but Arsenal, really, and uh, have a good debate and a good chat. But he's all friendly. But we always like a laugh. And is there that much to talk about with Arsenal? Oh, there's loads to talk about with Arsenal. The, the key is to be on. Everybody's seen about this Premier League, you know, with Arsenal winning the, you know, obviously being top and it can he win the league. Um, in my opinion, is is all to do with this transfer window, Chris? Is who they get in this window, and if it's the right player, I think we go on to win the Premier League. I do. If we get, if we sign no one, I can see us slipping up. Uh, I hate to say it, but I can see it. I think you do need to sign because other teams around yeah. you will sign. The question is, Telemans. I mean. Every, I seem to read one paper that says you want him, and then two that say you don't want him. Yeah, yeah. The trouble is, though, is is where he's going to fit into that squad. I mean, you, I mean, where we're fitting at the minute is in DM the uh, defensive midfield. If Shaka or Part is injured, we need a player to come in so we can rotate them round. Yeah, Tillman didn't play DM for you. He plays yeah. like boy, doesn't he? So. To be honest, well, he prefers to play through the centre. He's playing out yeah. wide because Madison's not fit at the moment. His best role is through the centre. I'm not going to yeah. lie. Um, no, you make him defensive, and you're just wasting his talents. You really, really are. Yeah. But um, I think you know you you could wait until the summer, see if you get him on a free. But then you know you you run the risk of uh, of losing him. Let's be honest. That's right, you yeah. Know, you know. But look, Anthony, thank you so very much, sir. That's same, Chris. Good luck, good luck at the weekend. Hopefully, oh, three you. points for Arsenal and also three points to me. Because yes, it will be. It will be. You, you'll beat. You'll beat Forest. Come and on. if you don't, no, no. I mean, three points in that prediction league. Oh, three points. Oh, right. Okay. And if you don't beat Tottenham and you don't get me the three points in the prediction league, I am never predicting Arsenal ever again. No, God, we. I'll change your name to Steve then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mate, have a good uh, have a good one. Good luck at the weekend and I'll see you Monday yeah, night at nine. Cheers, okay. buddy. Cheers. Bye bye. Thanks to Anthony there. Uh yeah, he will be with us every Monday night at nine o'clock along with Maisie when we will be doing a bit of a change around of personnel, but we will have the uh Premier League review back. And I hear you shouting at me. I hear you shouting. What's coming up next, Chris? What's coming up next, Chris? There we go. Well, let me tell you what's coming up next. Coming up next on Leicester Till I Die TV. It is the preview mo. Promo preview show for a new set of teeth, and they're not working properly yet. Preview show uh, for Nottingham Forest. We've got a couple of Forest fans on. Uh, Luke, who you've obviously seen here regularly, will be joining us, uh, as will Dave, who does the uh, banter show with me, uh, and of course, Craig and myself. Um, I could get very, very interesting. Get your sleeping bags out. Get your, get your carpet slippers on, get a cocoa. It could be a long show. Tomorrow night, 9 o'clock. If you're new and you're watching and you've not left yet, please remember to press that subscribe button. Get over to Anthony's show, show and, and, and follow him as well. And if you are subscribed, or even if you're not subscribed, press the like button. It really, really does help with the old algorithms. And at my age, any help I can get with my algorithms is most welcome. 
I will see you tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. Thanks very much for joining us. Thanks to Anthony. Thanks to Steve, as always. And I will see you tomorrow at 7. No, I won't. Tomorrow at 9. <laughs> oh, God knows what I'm doing. Good night. Take care. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. watching these videos are tremendous you better like them too or i'll be back lester till i die tv they think it's all over it sports social podcast network the talk sport fan network is proudly teaming up with free for mental health awareness week this year as football fans we often pride ourselves on knowing everything from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds however when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ultimate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.